Hey everybody, this is Look Behind You Podcast, the podcast about the supernatural, the paranormal, and everything in between. Come join me, Wolf, Sir Boom, and Ramen Cat, as we talk about places like Dartmoor, or the origins of Bigfoot, or legends like the Mothman, or even the Michigan Dogman, and just monsters, ghosts, and everything weird. And even lumberjacks. And even lumberjacks. Heck yeah. So, if this sounds like a cool podcast to listen to, you can check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or even Google Podcasts. So yeah, you can check us out there, and hopefully we'll see you on the other side. And remember, look behind you, because you never know what you see. See ya. Can't wait to see you there. Do you often feel lonely? Talk to yourself and wish you had more friends? So do the ladies of what I had heard was the podcast. But you don't have to start your own podcast to feel like you are friends. Just listen to theirs. What I had heard was has been steadily climbing the indie podcast charts. And if you act fast, you can say that you've been listening to them from the beginning, even if you are just starting now. Join them weekly for such great hits as Missed Connection Recaps, Reviews of Your Favorite Sex Toys, Morally questionable topics that they just make up. And whatever this is. Find what I had heard was on your favorite podcast player. And be sure to subscribe to hear the new things they've heard about each week. And as a special bonus, if you sign up for the newsletter on wihhw.com, you'll receive a free sticker. Don't miss out on the newest season as they talk about forgotten badass ladies. Act now! One, two, three, four, pop culture! Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat? And we finally came back after a month and a half hiatus. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Something like that? <laughs> month and a half. Reworking a lot of stuff around this uh, this show. <laughs> uh, I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And T Rod. And it's the Pop Culture Hoot Nanny. Woo woo! Uh, so, we're trying uh, changing our format some. We're going to try and shave our time down, keep it more peasible. Uh, yeah, we've, I guess for everyone listening, we. We know that when we have more opinions, we have less time. <laughs> so we have to operate on a better timetable for everyone. Because we have people with priorities. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes life right. gets in the way. Well, I'm just saying, right? Hey. Yeah. So, so uh, we're going to try this new uh, format change, kind of. Uh, hopefully we can get some more guests lined up. And uh, we had a couple that we've had to reschedule already, but we're working on it. Right. Keep in mind, it's a work in progress. It oh, is. Yeah. This is always a work in progress. Everything we do is a work <laughs> in progress. Oh man! Uh, but today we're gonna we're gonna talk about Peacemaker. Yes. The HBO series mm-hmm. that dare I say one of my favorite DC properties of all time. Right. Now, the show I, I, is excellent. It, it, it I, makes I like it better than the Suicide Squad movie. Oh I, yeah, it's I I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy it way better. I enjoyed it better than the Suicide Squad movie too. I did, and the Suicide Squad movie wasn't was it wasn't bad in my opinion. I know it got a lot of different things, but yeah, it was very mixed reviews. It was mixed reviews. It wasn't bad to me, 
but this just has a more fleshed out thing like I think we can all agree one of our at least I guess we can't all agree I don't know but I can say my favorite my favorite part is in Suicide Squad is when they destroy that whole village and don't know yes when they, they <laughs> right, when they, they murder all the, the rebels they murder all the rebels didn't know they were just, just like you know, oops none of them were fighting back everyone of them was just doing regular civilian activity either way that's my favorite part, but you get to learn a little bit of behind why that is not the big... I don't know. His actions are far more understandable. Not not respectable, but understandable. You want to hate him, but you, you right. can't. To those who haven't seen Peacemaker, why I'm you listening? sorry. It, this, is, this is too much. We have to talk about it now. So, if you haven't finished Peacemaker, don't listen to this. If you're anybody of the age plus minus 40, you know, give yourself a couple <laughs> years. If you're from the 80s, you're going to enjoy the series because it literally makes fun of um, people and how they used to think back in those, you know, back in the 80s right. and 90s right. going into the day and it kind of incorporates why it's so funny. It's like you can't say that stuff, or you can't think like that. He's like, "What do you it's, mean? What you know?" It's just a twisted mind of James Gunn, <laughs> and, it's, and it's hilarious. It's absolutely it's hilarious. Just, I, I don't like. know, kind of, but it, it. I mean, it still gives me the same vibe I get from watching Cobra Kai. Like, just exactly. Johnny Lawrence exactly. is the same character. I haven't watched Cobra Kai yet. We have not watched Cobra Kai. <laughs> no, he's, he's don't never you watched start. any of it. Don't you start, no. T. Rod. <clears throat> Anyways, we're Peacemaker. <laughs> we're talking about Peacemaker. We got a time limit, and we're talking about Peacemaker. I'm the, I'm the time that, limit, guys. I see your eyes <laughs> squinting down, and you're starting to smile, T. Rod. I don't, I don't, I don't want any of the wrath that will come down upon me. I haven't watched Cobra Kai. Listeners know I haven't watched Cobra Kai. Yeah, it's fine. But Peacemaker, yeah, 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 Peacemaker. Yes. Uh, yeah, I. You want to hate the character, and somehow you can't. He's like a lovable asshole. He's a lovable asshole. He, dare I say, he's he, he's not he's not the asshole we deserve, but the asshole this city needs. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's very true. And the thing right. is, in, in, right, his, right, right. in his own mindset, he's he's completely innocent. Everything Dude. he's doing is innocent. Well, he means no disrespect by the things he does right. and how he does it. And he is literally stuck in some weird past. And, and in then, his mind, he's he's coming from from his heart, trying to do right. Like I am doing this for peace. Like I'm right. going to kill people for right. peace. His his insane ideology come comes forth in this. You understand where it comes from, and it's traumatic. It shows. Yeah. Right, it shows exactly what a his fucking traumatic life this kid has had. Right? Like, my God! And okay, I don't know the actor of the name of the T one thousand, but we Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Yes, I should know that. I should have known that because I've seen him in other stuff. I liked him when he was even in the X Files, but he is the most hateable person in the face of the earth like they make they give you someone worse than him he's like the grand wizard of, of like, it might as well be the fiction the the, the dc universe's kkk like it's 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 <laughs> asshole, or an offshoot branch like something along those lines hitler incarnate okay yeah. i mean imagine okay just just to give a little bit of the backstory of peacemaker so pretty much he's a redneck 
right? It's fair to say he was he grew up as a redneck. His his father was trying to teach hate into a, you know him and his brother. They beat hate into him. Yeah, they used like, to beat yeah. hate into him. They forced him <laughs> yeah, to learn how right. to kill. Right, right. Uh, and um, I don't know. I mean, it's you can clearly see why this guy's mind is twisted. Right. But yet at the same time, his heart has him trying to Dude, do things in the right direction. He has some of the weirdest, like totally non. Okay, like, uh, I guess there's reasons why people hate people. Or there's reasons why people don't agree with people. And you see him throughout the course of the show, not only develop throughout the course of the season, but as a person to get better or be less of an asshole. But at the same time, you, you get to see those events that transpired that made him who he is. He, you get he, to know him, and it makes like, sense. Like, when was the last time in a... Like, what episode was it? When he... We first find out about his brother. And what happened to his brother. And it shows him... Drunk on the floor with the fucking butterfly in the jar next to him. And yeah. eagerly next to him. And he's fucking just pouting and fucking... Dreams. He, he fucking he's trying to medicate his fucking deep PTSD of his own life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like then he carried with him his entire life because this all started when he was a kid. Like how old would you think he would be? He was like they they must have been nine, ten, nine, nine ten. ten. Yeah, yeah. I mean those they were young, right? Do we want to say like what happened to his brother? Yeah. If to, to, again, this is a spoiler, a spoilered episode. Oh yeah. I, I give. If, if we're going to talk about this right, we have to talk about it. Talk I, about I'm not dodging it. around yeah. shit anymore. So, Spoilers so, are bad. Yeah, so again, plenty. if you haven't seen this, you can't... If you haven't seen this, turn this the fuck off. Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> Spoilers! Or, or it's going to force you to right. to want to go and watch it like right now and binge watch it. Yeah. I did. I, I got through the whole series in about three days. <laughs> it, Yeah, I, I, I delayed on the first two episodes. I played the watched the first two episodes like three weeks ago. I was waiting for Tori to get into it, but she is busy as fuck so you had to bypass i no she said go ahead oh i she told her we, i told her we were doing this she's like just finish it let's let's get it done you finish it get it done yeah because do i told so, her as i was watching the sixth episode today she was walking downstairs to go to work <laughs> and i was like babe babe you need to fucking watch this shit yeah, it, it's <laughs> funny because yeah like the first two episodes i'm like torn i'm right. like this sh- it could go either way like it's got i thought it was hilarious it's well no i don't mean like yeah. that i just mean like in general like watching it like the first two episodes you're like all right this this could go incredibly right or they could turn this and it's gonna like twist and suck the rest of the season for sure right like watching it because it it doesn't explain a whole lot the first couple episodes right and then you start getting into what's going on and you you get you get more backstory from the characters like you find out you know you find out uh Edebiah's Waller's daughter yeah yeah. right uh the mirrors of butterfly you know all the all these things just keep coming up and you're just like but you know the first step the second episode you're like so this is gonna be about an alien invasion and they have Peacemaker instead of the Justice League, League taking right. this on. Right, and that's obviously a callback to the very end. 
It is. It is. Circles around to the very end. It's like, yeah, you guys are late. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're kind of heads for, for the listeners. <laughs> for listeners that may not know what we're talking Maybe about, we're jumping around a lot. Yeah, but this, but like, once you've seen it, you'll understand. Yeah, it, I mean, like, okay, so the premise of of how <laughs> peacemakers PDS, okay, his traumatic experiences stemming from when he was a child. Him and his brother, who was his older brother, slightly older. Right. Um, Picture these two young, uh, you know, redneck kids with mullets listening to rock music and, you know, just, I just love having it. a way of like. What is that? The, Fuck that. Just, sorry. Just yeah, go, go for it. But they were saying, was this something like a white power thing? Fuck that white power shit. This is the horns of the devil. Rock and roll forever. <laughs> forever. To, what is it? You get to rock and roll forever and kiss tongue, kiss tongue girls for life. That was their mindset. That was just, I'm so, sorry. That was. It, it's hilarious, and, he, and these guys are like they're they're, they're Man, almost you know, oblivious to what their father is trying to teach them. But the the traumatic experience happens where their dad, their loving, caring father, or like thereof, has these two boys in a dirt pit while all of his yeah clan brothers and friends yeah. are standing around them watching these two little little boys brothers fist fight each club. other. If it okay okay. Just as subject matter for this, or in the fact that no, uh, I'm okay. In the in the MCU, Black Widow story is probably the most traumatic, right? She was a she was yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's, as it's, far as like that's about like as your dark freedom as it's being getting. stolen, whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, you know, you you being you know used by a government or as a you know an agent of the government, whatever. Um, this is a completely different kind of trauma. You know what I mean? Like, I can't believe how much violence towards kids there were in, were in this. Yeah, in general, yeah. And I, I, don't mean that in, I don't mean that in, like, well, I guess how there's no other way to mean it, you know? Yeah. But um, that scene when the brother dies that you were talking about in the pit. Yeah, he punched right? him. Peacemaker punches his brother and, and dude, his brother when that falls kid over. Start, when that kid starts fucking um... Convulsing, season yeah. up. Oh my God! I got fucking. I like a part of me were like Jesus Christ. You know, like that's. Well, and there's a build up to it because right. like two or three episodes before, you see him like hit the ground and foaming at the mouth and having seizures. And you're like, but you don't from? know like what happened leading up to it. Right, you right. Know? So you're finding out the story, but they're building up to that point. Right. Um, but. The whole, like, this this show, and I think that's what my, I was going to get to with my point is, was built against any criticism because it tackles everything. Yeah. Think about all the. Think about they did all it the, well. Think about all the cultural bullshit that's going on. Whether you're right or left, I'm not trying to get into politics, but whether you you're PC or whether you you know you're like we can have we can dabble in the middle a little bit with crazy jokes and fucking weird concepts and things that are, make people uncomfortable right this show does all of that it does does it not okay <laughs> like as racist as his dad is when what's her name what how do you say her name Adebayo Adebayo all right the what's her react what's the actress's name do you know i don't know all about i know is she was in the new orders new black and i now oh um Oh man, I forgot her name. All right, I gotta look her. I yeah, know we got Google. But see, I binge watched it all, so I, I lost track of the there's name. There's a there's a there's a small conversation. I can't. I think it was episode the end of episode five or whatever, where 
she's like, you know what it's like being something, something, getting judged and whatever, and he, (laughs) like, about being, like, about being black. And she goes, and he goes, what? That's fucked up. Like, hardcore. What's that? The the other lady's name? Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 I was trying to say the actress's actress's name name. who plays... God damn it. Adebayo. 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 Oh, Danielle Brooks. All right. Um, But when they're having that conversation, she's, you know, like, he responds like, what? That's fucked up. He's talking about how she gets treated, right? So you can see he values people as... And his... His his whole mindset is fucking weird because he was raised by a white Ray supremacist, racist. and yet he is like oblivious to races. It <laughs> seems like right. like he right. does not care it about. It and not only that, it's, like, yeah, it's like that's why his dad did not like him. You got to remember, right. remember his yeah, dad was like, it should have been you to die, not your brother, because right. his mind was not taking to the racism that he was being preached. He was like, well, that's dumb. You know what I mean? Right? Like he never he he couldn't he was not. Being right. molded correctly in right. his father's eyes, he, he, he was doing his own thing. He was he like, was yeah, an, dumb. He was an ill, ill attempt. Is yes. it, yeah, right. He was never gonna go down that path. Dude. Oh my god! Dude, I, can we talk about? I want to talk about Eagly. Oh yeah, he's oh, the wow. greatest goddamn mascot in the history of mankind. <laughs> I ever totally. I have Eagle totally Eagle. Agree, I, I, I can't Eagle. Dare I recant? I think I like Eagly better than Baby than Baby Yoda or Grogu. I'm I'm fucking serious. I look at it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, don't don't take the T Rod. I love Star Wars and I love Grogu, but for some reason Eagly. It's different when it's a living creature that's going to grow up to be sentient, right? right. Grogu is a baby, right? Eagly is a fucking eagle. You don't know about eagles. He doesn't know about eagles. I don't know about eagles. Peacemaker does. Right. But but I'm just saying, like, it's so much easier to identify with a child than it is an eagle. So an eagly is a pet. Grogu isn't a pet. But it's a sidekick, right? It's kind of like... I saw Grogu was cool. I mean, we, we don't... He's not my favorite, like, right, no, sidekick no, I know, whatever. No, no, I'm not saying that I am gonna, what I am going to say, gonna say is, is that... Uh, Eventually, he could be like a one of those characters that sticks in your mind when he figures out how to use all of his power. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but Eagly, on the other hand, Eagly is an eagle. He's he, that's all he's, he's an ever eagle. Be. And you have to think about it like and this: go back, take take it back one more notch before, not to cut you off. Yeah. What exactly are bald eagles considered in the United States of America right they're now? They're a mascot. They're they're, under, they're an they're endangered species, species, right? Who is being kept captive <laughs> by, by, by his peacemaker who is his friend. Now, mind you, Eagly is okay with being the best. Right. I'm just saying, like, right. there's some major laws being broken by right. here. <laughs> right, well, I, well I mean, this whole movie is a major law being broken. But that's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, this whole, the whole series shouldn't exist in cancel culture right. as it is. I, like, right. It, it just gets works. away with it. It, it gets it away does. with it because it, tag, it, it, it blatantly makes... Like the like att- James Gunn the attempt himself. of criticism at that moment of that scene, stupid. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. He's got a smart answer for it, but I. But either way, but yeah, like I'm sorry. I want to talk about Eagly Board. <laughs> Go for it. All right. One. Anytime he's upset, it brings him fucking dinner. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> right. it brings right. him food. And it's always the same right. thing, right? It's, it's like a is that squirrel your or a <laughs> mouse or something. It's like, it just goes and dies by like, oh, I'm going to go make him happy. It dies He's by gone for 30 him. seconds and then all of a sudden you forget Eagly just took off Duh. and all of a sudden you see dinner being dropped, dropped out of the sky. And then he pushes it at him. And then he comes up around him and he goes, hey, hey. 
He he. But that that's what I was getting at. Yeah. They have to human. They have to. Um, an, what is it? Anthropomorphism. Anthropomorphism. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anthrop- anthropomorphism. When you see human-like behavior in animals, like when people think they know what their cats are thinking, or when people kind of know what their dogs are thinking based off of their actions and behaviors. Right. You know. But an eagle, do any of us know how an eagle is supposed to respond to just about anything? <clears throat> right. He right. hugged him. So, this, eagle, this eagle comforts peacemaker. Right. He hugs him. And then right. the best part is nobody believes him. So, he was like, yeah, my eagle he, hugs me. And they're yeah, looking at him no, like, bullshit. no, you're a dumbass. He goes, dude. you don't want to believe in miracles, that's on you. And God damn it, that was a great fucking thing, dude. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then Annabelle <laughs> sees you don't him, want to believe in miracles. She's like, she's crying, like, oh my gosh, this shit really just happened. The eagle on ah, Peacemaker. Yeah. And what did Peacemaker do? And he's hugging me. And fuck his dad yet again for that last Yeah, but not want to do it. Wait, no, when he fucking not only did, but he took oh, care of him for so Like, that was the thing. It's like, he didn't kill the eagle because I think the eagle still represented America to his dad, right? But he didn't give a shit about something, yeah. the eagle. But when he fucking punched that eagle out of the way, I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. You killed Eagly. <laughs> I actually felt real concern for Eagly. I was like, this, he better not be dead, dude. Dude, I this, know. <laughs> I never cared so much about a fictional animal. They stitched him up. <laughs> I've, I've never cared so much about now, a fictional animal. Now, mind animal. you now, in the same sense, Rocket after Rat that happened. doesn't even hold his own candle. After that happened, we, you know, Peacemaker, for the second time in the series, the first time in the series, after he, after he punched his brother and his brother fell over and, yeah, and yeah, had yeah, a seizure and died. Right. He went to his bed and he was like praying, saying, "God, like please, yeah. you know, I would do anything. I would do every, I would do everything for peace and right, right. blah 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 blah." So then, when Eagly's laying there all stitched up and and he's he's still kind of knocked out or whatever, he's right. making the same promises again. Right. And then Eagly wakes up like, "Oh man, okay, so he's right. been blessed." Right. It's a comes back. over and hugs him. It's a callback to his thing. And then so at uh, a bayou sees that. Right. She's like, "Oh my gosh, this shit, this shit's really happening." And then what does Peacemaker do after Eagly hugs him? Grabs his phone no, and starts taking selfies because nobody believes him. Because one, it happens. It's, it happened to the first time. You don't know whether it's going to happen again. The thing almost died. You want some proof in your heart that this thing hugged you for yourself. I wouldn't have done the same goddamn selfish. <laughs> I would have done the god same goddamn thing. I would have. Oh my gosh. Selfies. Um. What's next? I mean, should we should we talk about his other best friend? I mean, because listen, vigilante, vigilante, possibly the craziest sidekick in the history of mankind. With zero emotion, it's like he's Jeffrey he's Dahmer with new kung fu and had no problem using every long distance weaponry. But it was okay with being a, a hero at the same <laughs> Dude, time in his right. own imagination. Well, he but like okay, I think what's funny is. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm yelling so loud. I'm so excited. Uh, this is fine. I think, what's, I think what's funny about this is, is that. Peacemaker was the guy who was the most nuts in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He got one up. Right. He got one up. Like, might, might even been we two thought up. he was crazy. And I remember saying, like, the dude's fucking insane. And I mean, I mean, you know. And nobody they, knows why he's insane until you watch the right. series. But they, but they make the same comparison in Suicide Squad. Like, the difference between uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport is one still has at least some moral comfort. Has a yeah. more steady moral compass, even though he does kill people for money. Right. Right? <laughs> but one has a more standard, st- start, uh, stable moral compass. 
Whereas Peacemaker is kind of like the secondary villain, right? He's yeah. basically the hidden adversary all the time. And this, his best friend is the literal definition of what we thought he was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. His actual friend, Vigilante, is yeah. that guy. Who has he, a mindset of a child he, with no emotions. He, and is a, he is a total sociopath. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> he's out there. Let me tell you, he's out he, there. He, like, and we cheer him on. And I cheered him on, dude. When he went in, when he went to jail to go try to kill dude, uh, Peacemaker's everything dad. Everything about him going to kill Peacemaker's dad was the funniest shit I've ever seen. What it, about d- during the scene where he's like lighting him up? I think that we should play that. Game. What he says <laughs> what, at the you, table. You say, okay, put, I'll go it, first. You say up? your favorite contribution to you see. You say your favorite contribution <laughs> to, to to rock and roll, <laughs> dude. I was laughing my ass off because I was like, "Oh my god! If you had the skill and the in the in the will to do all this to these, you know, even the even the scene to get thrown in jail, right? Just like limping along, limping along, dragging this trash can, and all the and all the cops are sitting there like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" They still don't even know what he's doing. They're watching him until he busts the window. Then they react like. But, nuts. but he like struggles tra- dragging it over. But then he picks it up. <laughs> but then he picks it up with like no problem and throws it into the window to I break think it. Because he was trying to get their attention. He, he, he had. Well, he, I mean, there's a difference between carrying something and trying to get the momentum. But he launches it in that window, and they're all just watching him because he hasn't broken a law yet. <laughs> yeah, he's just moving a trash can. Like, what the fuck is this what guy the fuck are you doing? I don't have to answer that. And he just gets down, lays down on his stomach, and glitz is the easiest arrest for vandalism of all time. I did I did recently <laughs> injure my, my left toe. If you could watch that, just please. Please watch that. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to pull this up because that way we can kind of play it a little bit and see if... Uh... Here's the scene we're talking about. Keep your eye on your goddamn opponent. Vigilante is approaching. Yeah. Hey, what's up, fellas? But you toads seem like the coolest guys in this place, so I was thinking, you know, like we should get to know each other. What? Let's pick a topic, and then everyone goes around in a circle and says their feelings on that topic. Let's start with, uh, I don't know. Let's each say something that we're grateful for that black people have contributed to American culture. <laughs> is this too joking right now? No. Hey, look, I'll go first. I'm grateful the black people gave us rock and roll music. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, 38 Special, all those guys owe everything to black American folk and blues musicians. I mean, they wouldn't exist without them. And then white redneck music would just sound like, well, what would it sound like before black people, which was the wet, sloppy sounds of fucking your sister. <laughs> okay, so that's my turn. Which one of you dumb sister fucking tiki torch carrying sloth from the Goonies looking pieces of shit wants to go next? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? You're first? Cool. Okay, wait, no, let me guess. Your favorite contribution to black American culture was all the black guys who fucked your mom in the ass while you watched from the closet jerking off. <laughs> it's just, and the fighting began. It's, it's, it's just the greatest thing. You because would... they are so against racism at, <laughs> as it stands. And, and Peacemaker's father right. is like, he's like the grand wizard of it all, trying to preach this to his right. kids. trying to And, and he hates Peacemaker because Peacemaker it's, isn't hateful like that. I mean, right. he, he's got some screwed up mind thinking you know what and i mean like I, his he doesn't think before he says the perfect scenario the perfect person in real life that i can uh, give as a comparison to peacemaker 
What? Jumbo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dramatic childhood, and therefore he says dude, and does dude. some of the most outrageous, oh, like what the hell is wrong this. with you, things <laughs> ever in life. Like whoa, dude, this dude is out there, and nobody says nothing to him because like oh, it's he's had a terrible childhood, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We love you, Moro. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, God. You're not wrong, though. I'm being a hundred. I mean, you know the show? It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was a, a super amazing superhero. They would have, like, the same mindset almost. I could see that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck I you. I totally see it. Yeah. <laughs> Loud, obnoxious. I mean, think about the other scene, like, with Peacemaker. This To, to put it put in perspective, like, his mindset... It's like when he sits down and he goes to tell, uh, um, dang it, what's her name again? I always forget her name. Um, Harcourt? Yeah, Harcourt. He sits down and he goes to like have a conversation. And he's like, he's telling her, I was like, hey, how you doing, sugar tits or something like that? And she was like, what? And then Annabayou says, you can't say that. That's sexist. She's like, no, it's not. He was like, I just gave her a compliment. He's like, you can't go around telling her about sugar tits. He's like, no, look, they're up and tight, perky. They look good. And then he looks over at uh, what's the other dude's name? Uh, I'm about to pull him up right Mern? now. Yeah. Or, or no, dye, beard. Uh, dye beard. Dye beard. Dye beard. <laughs> his, his name is John. Anyway, so he looks over and he goes like, you might have sugar tits too. <laughs> so was like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah, he doesn't. That's what, yeah, that's He has that. zero filter. And in his mind, he's like, I'm not saying nothing wrong. It's a compliment. Right, But right. to everybody else, they're like, no, you can't say that. That, that, that right. kinds of things. That's wrong. It's matter? You can't I can tell you this anymore. much. Like, Alyssa has... <laughs> Totally different sense of humor from us. She likes this weird stuff, right? She cannot breathe watching this show. It's a funny ass show. It's a funny show, and I think it's because it's it's it's. Hopefully, we're at a turning point, and it'll end cancel culture. Hey, yeah one one show helps to brain in all of cancel culture. So hey. we can get back to like the James Eighties and nineties, you know, like hero who is a complete asshole, but you understand why, and you like his jokes. <laughs> I want to get I back just, to normalcy, dude. You fucking, I don't know it. The whole show rallies against typical superhero behavior and i love it right yeah it's it's anti-hero to the extreme but it's not like boys it's not like the boys it's not like invincible it's not like it's just it shows you what the regular people what the regular keep in mind he's still slip he's along the lines of, of deadpool without the Without the superpowers. Right. Right. But, like, okay, like, there was a scene, it, you know, you can all say what you want about John Cena. He's an athletic man. He's a been in, I think he's a good actor. He's a hilarious actor. He's hilarious, me. yes. I, I have yet Several to, movies that I have I've watched where to, I thought I, he's like, I, I do mean this, and this isn't a horrible criticism, but I have yet to be horribly impressed or amazingly impressed by John Cena. Not to say that he should be out there to impress me, but I think he's hilarious in comedies. That's I what I mean. His 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 characters and comedies is, is above. Role. Yeah, like right? there's another there's another movie that that I thought like I, I was shocked at as to how, exactly how funny he is was uh, Vacation Buddies or whatever the heck it's called. It's, yeah, it's the on one Hulu. where they, they get married to where they get uh, 
they're on they're on their honeymoon with the yeah, yeah. except for they didn't get married. They, they just with we took a honeymoon suite and yeah, a couple you find out there. they're just complete criminals, just yeah. doing whatever the fuck. They I want. mean, you guys have to it's, watch it. You guys have to. I've watch seen it. it. I it's, it's, it. it's so funny, man. And it's like man, like that's where his role is. Right. John Cena in the film industry is, is wacky, is wacky not, comedy. Let him be a goofball, funny, clueless to life. You know what I mean? Let him be like yes, that because he does that role. He does that role. I mean, he might be one of the top three in the industry right now when it comes to just being goofball funny. He well, it's kind of like him, like because he the goes, vibes he gives off is kind of like other guys. He's super serious, other guys but style he's, he's really dumb at the same time. He's right. like super serious in his mind. He's right, and you're like, what? What did he just say? Right. It's funny. But I don't know. I just I, I <laughs> this this show did a one. Lots of death, lots of blood, yeah. lots of a decent out chunk of nudity. Yeah, horrible language. Yeah, um, I my my one question is is I don't know much about Peacemaker, but does his dad have a multi dimensional safe? Or something, or so what, it's in what his is, mind. He's he's been engraved in his mind, like he's stuck there as a ghost. Remember, he was like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. His, no, no, no. His, I'm talking uh, about his when you when he goes in to get his gear. He, oh, he's he's talking some, about in like the house. The door, the door isn't in the house. That that is a that's a that's like a Matrix slash Doctor Strange pocket Rick yeah, because, pocket dimension something. Yeah, when it, he I mean, explains it. In one of the, did I miss that? Did he, I actually? Because he, he's talking to vigilante actor, comes yeah. down there and he's trying to figure out, well, what is this? And he's like, how's this coming in here? And he's like, it's a uh, dud. Where are you at? Why don't you know this? It's like, like a what? It's yeah, kind of like a pocket dimension. I can't think of what he calls it off the top of my head now. They explain how he got it. No, they well, he he explain just what explains it is. what it is. Why it's there. I mean, okay, they so I guess his dad is a genius making those helmets and stuff. And it's always like the psychopaths that are smart. He did make any gravity. Helmet. Their response to activate anti gravity. (laughs) Doesn't it? It makes you want to know what all the other helmets that he didn't explain are. Right. How we're going to see him in different seasons or something? I don't know. And and his dad kind of set it up too because it said torpedo. Um, yeah, torpedo, torpedo helmet. Torpedo. Like he's literally like, "Hey, this is a good one. Put this on your head, son." When he's trying to get rid of him, because you guys got to keep in mind, like Peacemaker's dad is like looking at him Fucking like an epic him. failure, dude. Fucking like you're a, you're a loser, you're a failure. Like you should be disgraced. It with made yourself. his day when he told him about Bloodsport's dad throwing into a barrel of rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like. And then he, what did he say? Don't tell me that cock. That's the cocksucker that shot you. <laughs> and his whole, his whole disposition his just went right out the window. Now you're a piece of shit, son. Yep. And, and keep Give in me mind, a beard and keep, shut the keep fuck in up. mind, Peacemaker also killed his dad too. He's like, listen, man, you gotta go. I, I, you're my dad. You, you got a lot wrong no. with you. I loved you. But boom. I, 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 I would probably commit patricide. If that was my, Think if that was it, my like, dad, he, he was out if the that killer. was my dad, I'd probably could be a patricide. But that's based off of my life experience and not Peacemakers. Right. <laughs> and and so keep I in just, mind that like this all started where Peacemaker's dad tried to come and kill Peacemaker because at a bayou put it into Vigilante's head like, hey, listen, you know why 
um, Peacemaker so screwed up in his head because his dad abused him physically, yeah. verbally, and put all this hate, you know, for humans and stuff like that, like in, into his head. Right. Put all this stuff in his head, and then and then he, he he's just abusive, and that's why he screwed up. And Vigilante was so mad, like, you know what? I'm gonna go and kill this motherfucker, dude. Right. So that's why he put himself in the right. prison so oh, he yeah. can go in there and try to kill him. So, dude. so then, so then, um, Peacemaker's dad was like, oh, so my son's trying to set me up. But he wasn't. His son's innocent. His son's right, like, right, listen, right. I know my dad's a terrible but person, but I listen to him. that murder that he killed when he was a kid. Yes. Dude. Yeah. How? I don't I don't mean to interject, but that scene too, man. This the, this the show took you from comedy to, like, dead serious, horrific fucking scenarios. Like, yeah. Us. That was a roller coaster. Forces your eight-year-old to fucking kill a man. You don't even. Do we know? I no. No, they don't have no idea what I did. We don't know anything. Never, never touch on it. Yeah, to be gutted. You know what I mean? Like that was just crazy as fuck. They hated him for crying. Right, but then, but then it's true. Is like, uh, and I and I say this um, in the real world, especially in uh, heavily big conflict regions certain parts of Africa, Asia, where there's child soldiers and shit, mm-hmm. one of the things that they do to dirty up the mind of their people, like let's say you take an innocent child, right? You get him to commit murder, he's going to feel guilty about it. They give him like women and candy well, and well, stuff. Too, that yeah, that, that comes later, but like if they're young and they start killing people, it's like one of them is either you kill, you kill a, an enemy or you get, what was it? I was reading this book. It's like you kill an enemy, or you get whipped. You get like thirty whips with a lash, and they get, the last kid that didn't kill an enemy but got whipped is the one that's going to whip you, because the kid who knows pain can inflict it. Right. Right. So you see, uh, Peacemaker's dad just indo- basically indoctrinating him to a life of violence. You know what I mean? It it mm. it, it, it wasn't just like. You want to learn how to be a man, son? That was a that this was a programmed, planned event to get him. That's why, right before he shot him in the head, he goes, "You can't do it because I fucking control you." Yes, that's what it was. It was that's 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 fucking tactics that yeah you know people who raise child soldier soldier armies actually fucking do. They lash themselves on at Stockholm or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know. I don't know what the proper term is, but so they were. He was trying to. Bl- to dirty him up and implicate him, so you can't leave this life. I mean that that's like the worst type of. I mean, when people question themselves, like what's wrong with the world today? Yeah, it starts with situations like, like that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, dude. Like if you're, you I can, mean, you you te- hate is is taught, and, you, and you're you not wanna, born with hate. Right. You're taught. And you want to and you want to fuck up the next you you want to fuck up the world for about sixty years. You teach a whole generation to hate everything around them, and it works. <laughs> because you know they, I mean? they were they were taught that, and they think <laughs> you know, they're right. For the most part, they think they're right. But yeah, and that's terrible. But with right. the show, but you're right. What makes the show so clever? I should say. Right. This is probably one of my favorite shows. I got to be honest with you, man. I didn't want to put it down, man. I thought about, like, maybe I should sign the list and finish right. this up. You know what I mean? Right. And go home or whatever, but I didn't. Right. You know, I couldn't bring myself to do that. But it's it's a roller coaster ride of not only emotions, but of wrong and right, um, disrespect and respect, 
caring and you know lack thereof you right. know what i mean like right. th- this is all over the place and 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 they the the brilliance of it is that it worked right and i could see how any culture any any person in the world would would be able to watch this as, especially people in our age and our age group our right. da- target demographic is going to think this show is absolutely hilarious right. i think it, it's a it has a lot of strong messages it doesn't overplay any particular uh social aspect like I think for a lot of people, a lot of moviegoers or a lot of TV viewers, not to not to put people in their place per se, but fix people into categories. Mm-hmm. Um, the whim, the uh, Harcourt beat the shit out of Judo Master, right? Yeah, she beat the shit out of Judo Master, and Judo Master beat the shit out of everybody else in that group, mm-hmm. right? But they didn't overplay that shit. They give you a, the taste of it in episode one when she beats up the guys in the bar, and that's it. And then it shows her. It wasn't like you were relying on her to be this. You didn't want to. Like, they didn't prop her up as this. Well, and even in the fight, yeah, he, she he was, gets the better of her at the end. He has her pinned. Right. Uh, but I'm so, Right, but I'm just but saying. Yeah, though, he but yeah, puts she, up, she puts up yeah, the best fight right, against him. Against him completely. Like I, I would say, except for when. Uh, Peacemaker was really getting him, and Adebayo came over and shot him. He's like, "Wait a minute, I had him!" And that I was not get him. That like, was, I had him. I mean, but that was also that's also where I was going with this. You can tell he was like, and men when they get into fights like that, you. I think we can all say this. There is a sense of honor that needs to be a bloodlust that needs to be slicked. Whatever you want to say, right? Mm-hmm. There is a sense of honor that needs to be gained, and he, she did fucking steal that from him because yeah. that kid kicked his ass. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> he kicked everybody's I ass too, man. Like, that shit was funny. I was, I, Keep in like, mind, now, 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 the person that, that uh, Judo Master, one of the funniest parts about him is that he starts off peacefully eating flaming Hot Cheetos in every scene, and you're going to piss him off, and then he goes, Jedi Master on you. How about that torture scene? How about that right before that torture scene? Oh, man. Where he's flicking Cheetos at Beastmaker's face. And it's hurting him. He's like, oh, oh, stop. What do they put in these Cheetos? He's getting hit in the eyeball, and it's probably burning. But it's like... He's flicking at him so fast that you can actually hear him make contact with his yeah. skull. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> he's like, what did they make these out of? And that scene was so funny too, man, because because Judo Master was uh, was torturing um, Vigilante, and he went to go cut off his pinky toe, and Vigilante <laughs> is so headstrong on don't take my pink, my pinky toe if you take my pinky toe I'll never have balance you're right that's what he's <laughs> about and, and Peacemaker goes no man it only does that if it goes to the knuckles so if you take off the top part you're still good dude he's like no it's not dude right. they're like arguing and they're torturing I love it too when when Goff is sitting there using the, using the fucking scissors he goes maybe if you maintain your torture equipment better <laughs> like the dude's getting the t- He's more pissed off about the fact that he's getting a raw cut on a toe right. than a clean cut. <laughs> right. He's like you're gonna you're, you're, like you're, you're creating damage. Right. Here. You're you're just doing way more. It's way more work. You should have sharpened your fucking scissors, you asshole. <laughs> but they have they have super strength. Any other time, he, his, right. he has no super strength in his hands <laughs> to cut. Yeah, I, I I don't know. It's just ah oh god. I mean, there were okay. There are some plot hole or there are some obvious. I, but it's I, it makes it funny though because it's like they're it's nothing that, yeah. they're nothing that's so overt that it wrecks your yeah it doesn't take you out of scenario. it scenario right um, 
I, it, You're just it, like that doesn't really make sense, dude, but I think I can. All, I think we can all say now that we're talking about the butterflies and their strength and whatnot. Yeah. You never trust a chick with '80s hair in a club in 2000. <laughs> yeah. You never trust. You never. No. She no. had crimped hair, or dude, what was it? What, what kind it of hair? It was like that? she was from the '80s, and that's what caught his eye because right? she. she and she had that collection, and then she, yeah, she was like, "Whoa, dude! Like, they got '80s rock, right. rock band collection hair." Never, band. never trust a chick with '80s rock hair. <laughs> Gave it out to him like right away. In 2020, no, you don't. It's yeah, just, you don't. You just don't. And my God, and how did it go wrong for him? Because everything was going right for Peacemaker until he took the file of of what their right, their yeah. mission was because and she really leave it in the car <laughs> right what the hell's going on like it's time who it? i don't want to leave it in the car <laughs> dude is see his rationalization of right. everything is what's so funny when it comes right. to peacemaker i mean it's a lot it's it's a semi-logical excuse but it's top secret information it has to be taken care of at all times not right <laughs> you know not so you had thrown, it with you in the barn? on somebody's bed. And, and, and keep, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then keep in mind at the same time, you know, Eagley is his best friend, right? And then he has two uh, BBFFs. Yes, um, Vigilante. And Vigilante and Abayu, uh, and Abayo, uh, who keep in mind, like her mom is Waller, right? Yeah. And she is gay, married to a woman. She's lesbian. And she's a lesbian, and she still hasn't told her mom, and Peacemaker sees nothing wrong with it. She says, oh, okay. No big deal. You know? So, like, this dude's all over the place with his rationalization of thinking of life and stuff like that. So, so some of the dumb things that he does, and then you got some other parts of him where it's cool. Like, he saw nothing wrong with that, that you're, you know, that you're a lesbian. He's like, why don't you tell your mom? You know, he's like, oh, well, fuck her then. Right. You know what I mean? We don't was need it, to wear Wasn't the song that they introduced her to, wasn't that Pat Benatar? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't remember. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. I, I don't, I can't Maybe think I'm super my wrong. Head. I just... I know you appreciate the fucking rock soundtrack of this. Of this oh, it was thing. an enjoyable soundtrack. Was, the baby, I'll put it to you like this. The yeah. baby loves music, right? Yeah. Aria loves music. And when some of the songs were playing, she would stop and she starts going like this with her head. Like, she knows the difference between rock and roll songs. Right, right. Hip-hop songs, rigatone songs, like R&B songs. Like, she does these different dances. But whenever there's some type of, like super guitar going on and, and some drums like kick drums she always goes and bobs her head up and down yeah. and she was like crawling by and then she, she's starting to walk thankfully um, but she goes crawling by she stops and she starts banging her head around like this and it's just so funny <laughs> so she's hearing people laugh she's hearing me laugh and then she starts laughing out, out, yeah. of, the, out of random you know right, like right. just doing her thing being a baby that's good and then the movie or the, the TV show is playing and she just stops and right in the middle of it so it appeals to not just adults, right. but pretty much everybody. Right. I think it's funny. Right. I just, I don't know. I, I think it's it's safe to assume that James Gunn, with the exception of Brightburn, which I haven't still seen yet, because Brightburn's amazing. I know, I and I believe you, and I believe Shiloh, and I believe anyone who's watched it. What's it called? Brightburn. Brightburn. It's about it's about if a kid was born basically, same situation as Superman, but basically he just it's lost Superman. It. But, but he, he, he got, he's he's not pure he's not of right. heart. He's not right. Right. Oh. And he starts using his powers for what he wants when he's like 10 years old, 13 years old. Yeah. Like he, he basically, he's a kid and he just 
realizes he's God. Destroy. <laughs> just just goes nuts, he's, basically. He's a it's, godlike being. What is it called? Brightburn. Brightburn. Came out a couple years ago. Yeah, it's, 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 it's basically really good. evil Superboy. Well, I, I can tell you what, like he 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 did a good job making this show because it's it's not it's action packed, but it's he, funny. It covers pretty much everything in there, like friendships. Like you got to remember, right? These people when they got together to form this, um, yeah, this group, this group or whatever, this task force, they pretty much hated each other, right? You know what I mean? And now they're like a well, I mean that's family, so that's you know? that's that's the writer's theory. You know what I mean? You have to start it off with that kind of thing and lead on to friendship. It's the same. I dare I say it's kind of the same situation as Guardians of the Galaxy. But what that was what right, I was about to right, say. It is. James Gunn did that as well. James Gunn directed both the first. I like it, I like his movies. I like his right. shows because it's but it's entertaining. It he knows it he knows how to tether story and and modern humor or in humor. You know what I mean? I I just think he knows how to do it. I mean, I would I be absolutely shocked if there's not a season two of this. It it already got right. it already got. It, good. Yeah. I mean, I would it's, be shocked because think about it like this: it's blown up, and everybody that's I didn't know what Peacemaker was. You know, like I didn't right. know I knew who they were talking. I didn't right, know right, right, right. After people explained me, oh, I get it from Suicide Squad, right? But I had no idea, right? Within he's two a, or three days from there, I started before again. This is before Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I mean, with the exception of comic heads comic people right guardians of the galaxy was a relatively unknown property the most of the i grew, they marvel, went, I grew up comic with the marvel series as it because movies. When, when they announced it they announced ant-man and guardians of the galaxy were getting movie treatments right at the same time and people were like what the <laughs> and guardians of the galaxy right. is just some weird space team that right. people are like i don't who the fuck knows about this shit right like they were both obscure Comics very out of run, right? And you know, but both he, of them he made did it, good. he made it possible for he, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because, again, it was action packed. It had humor to it, and right. it covered a lot of bases of of uh, different aspects of real life it, that we go through right now. It follows the hero's journey. It I, does. I, dare I say it? I mean, almost. You know, I, I quote: "I bring back Rick and Morty, which brings back Oedipus, which brings back almost all the all, all the classical writers." There is an arc that needs to be made for us to feel like we've we've seen witnessed a satisfying story. Certain things have to be go go on. Right. No one can get away with whatever the fuck they're getting away with for long until they're interjected by a a counter force. You know what I mean? I just mean the way he did the way he did Guardians and the way the reason it was popular was because he was able to make Something out of nothing, kind of like I dare I say, John Favreau when he did Iron yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man was the twenty seventh best selling comic in Marvel in two thousand and six. Something like that, yeah. And after and after the first no movie, longer after the first movie, he jumped up to number four. Right. So, I'm just saying, when they make a movie about something, you can take an obs- an obscure property like Guardians of the Galaxy, which and an even more obscure property like peacemaker and you can make it into something special not only well, because i mean even look look at his suicide squad movie right if you look at the suicide squad he he kept harley quinn rick flag which rick flag's always been part of the suicide squad right. so that you know you have to um and captain boomerang and he kills captain boomerang then he brings in all these other obscure characters low level right 
and he basically People kills them all off. Of. Yeah. I mean, Polka Dot Man is like a, such a random... You know, like most people our age know Polka Dot Man because he was on Batman the Animated Series. Right. He's hardly a comic villain. He's, you know, right. like he's a joke. so low level. He's a joke. <laughs> but just... in Suicide Squad, his power wasn't a fucking joke. They made, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. he, he even right. made, he made Polka Dot Man more respectable right. as a character. Right. And then, like I have from, from when I was getting Loot Crate, I have books. It's like. Uh, the League of Regrettable Superheroes. Yeah. Peacemaker is in that book. Okay. He's like one of these random superheroes. You're just like, what the fuck is this guy? Right. Peace at all costs, even right. through killing everybody. <laughs> right. Like, it's a mantra it's that contradictive. No, it's a contradictive mantra, right? <laughs> so, but but to to reiterate what we're talking about here. Yeah. We got about the, ten minutes. The left. conflict okay. of Peacemaker. What it all boils down to when they came together is they're trying to stop with, in their minds what is they're thinking that it's going to be a, a world takeover by some alien butterflies. And how weird is that? If you were to like read it like, oh, like these alien butterflies are coming to to, to planet Earth and are taking over people's bodies, like you'd be like, nah, I'm good. But it worked and it didn't even look right. weird. Like these are little pretty butterflies going into people's Dude, mouths and going when- into their heads. And it's okay. And it's like, I didn't even bother me that it was weird. Like, no, even when he, when it gets brought up, when it, they call it Project Butterfly, and he's like, So are That's they weird. giant Mothras? Are we fighting giant <laughs> Mothras? Because Project Starfish was a giant starfish. starfish. Right. So, you know, like, he's like, You guys are suck at naming it's, these things. That's right. And it, and it turns out to be true. Yeah. They're just, they're just, it's the butterfly. It's <laughs> just like, how weird is that? And right. slightly we, larger than normal butterflies. And we never even brought it up till, till towards the end of the show that how actually weird the, the whole plot of the, of the show is it's, it's a very bizarre plot. it's a bizarre but it but it, it, it didn't bother you none because you were brought you were right. you were brought in and you were you know you, you were the hook of the show is the comedy the dark comedy the bright comedy the idiocracy of the show it hooks you in there and you want to know what the hell's going on because it's so funny it's entertaining and if the i could, violence and if i could say too whether it be through story choice I don't know if the butterflies is a thing in DC Comics. Yeah, I don't. I don't I, know. I, 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 I never researched that before this. I mean, yeah, me but neither. we also never heard of Peacemaker yeah. three years ago. Yeah. Well, you know, we didn't. I didn't. The only Peacemaker <clears throat> thing but, I knew of was a, it was a gun by um, what Wyatt Earp. <laughs> right. That, the, yeah, that was his, the that George was, Clooney movie. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't fear one. I don't fear a man who wants a thousand nuclear weapons. I fear the man who only wants one. That's that's from Peacemaker. I'm sorry. I I never saw that fucking movie in my whole life, but I remember the trailer and something in my fucking brain. That was part of it. All right. Anyways, um, uh, but yeah, it, it the the as far as a production cost value for this movie, I like you know when you look at movies, we look at things as for their entertainment value, mm-hmm. but also how the fuck did they make that or how did they do it. It gave us the violence we needed because, unfortunately, the one thing most superhero movies lack is human-on-human violence. It's usually human versus ultimate alien being. It's alien versus gray CGI monster. It's robots or cyborgs or half-synthetic Thanos creatures. Things like that. Things that aren't human. And 
for production value costs, it makes more sense in the world for these butterflies because you got regular people doing the work. There's no CGI. Yeah. There's no nothing. You only have to make a couple scenes with CGI. Right. But the the body snatchers thing is good because then you have enemies that are basically they don't have any control. Just like Project Starfish, they're fucked. They're yeah. Fucked, right. Yep. They, and they made the it make sense are, too. They explained how they, how once they it, could once speak it takes English over, and right, how right. they knew what to do. And, and, and they're it, once and it I, once it attaches to you, you're dead. It's over for you're you. You're dead anyway. Right. It's over so. for you. It's, but they take on everything that you know, all your knowledge, right. all your memories. Right. You know. But that's okay. Know. I, and I enjoyed that aspect. I, I, I enjoyed of the fact that they explained they it because we weren't lost. Some of them were feeling empathetic towards our towards our species. You know what I mean? Yeah. And granted, whether we believe the girl at the end or not, whether that was actually their purpose or she yeah. was trying to betray him, you know, whatever the fuck. In the end, she still came back and he gave her some more right. of that nectar. He gave her the last, but now she's going to die off because there is no more more of that stuff. Right. So she's going to... I feel like he's going to find some buried underground maybe somewhere. She, maybe, maybe, maybe she'll take over the body of a dog. Why does it have to be a person? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they had a gorilla. It did take over a gorilla. Right. Oh, I thought they were. That, yeah, I thought they were gonna take over eagerly. Like I thought we were looking at Gorilla Grodd for half a fucking second, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, right. Flash. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a weird misstep, and mis- it wasn't. I. It was a half a second of thinking. I was just. Like, and then, and then more vigilante pouting because he didn't get to kill it with the chainsaw. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. How about we just say I killed it? He. And that you distracted shows, him and threw the chainsaw to me. But and he was I so it. pissed off Dude, because that, but that shows his psychotic nature. He, yes. They told him to leave the chainsaw in the truck. He's like, what's wrong? You're not killing nobody with it. And then Die right, Beard comes out and right. he kills him with the chainsaw. Right. He's like, Dude, what the fuck was that? Oh, my idea. Yeah, you know he did that on purpose. Like, It's just, oh, my God. But you yeah. almost got killed by a gorilla, but Dude. no, that's on the back burner because my you God. stole my idea. So much violence in this, and it's nothing the, was off nothing off limits. Nothing was off though. You're right. No, I, I, like nothing was off limits. I We're had gonna, a very good time with this show. Yeah, they did this, this entire show so much more enjoyable. And I hope and, James Gunn continues his cooperation with it. I hope this isn't like he just did one season and now he's handing it off to someone. And else. now he's just going to be an executive I, producer with. Yeah, I, hopefully, hopefully not. He, hopefully he continues to write. At least a writer. Something right? else can, I can tell you. Different directors is fine, but please, James Gunn, keep well, writing. Keep looking, writing. Looking at the character list, there's there's, what is it? Uh, nine, twelve. There's 16 main characters, and I was looking at the character list because I couldn't remember everybody's name. Because you got to remember, I binge watch this, so it's like right. when you take your time watching a show, you you tend to start remembering people's names a little bit better. There's 16 main characters, and I'm pretty sure that there there really wasn't too many other characters that of note other than these ones. So right. that was a job well done right. in itself. The whole cast is in the fir- is in the fucking theme song. Yes, the whole cast, intro. We haven't even talked and, about that. And. Oh, that's hilarious. Too. I just, it's so amazing to me because, okay, maybe I didn't notice this because I haven't gone back to rewatch any episodes. But in the first episode, when they start the dance number, right? Yeah. Is the guy who is the police chief, is he always in the background? The guy that is, I think he was, front, was I, he always all, in the background? Always, they're all, I think he was, but I'm not 100%. Crazy. I just didn't notice it. And I think I was like, when is that guy going to be in there? And then he came in. And I didn't know it was the fucking Swede from Breaking Hell on Wheels. Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. You're right, I it love is. that guy, dude. He, he's like, he's not even Swedish. Sorry. I just... 
<laughs> they call yes. him the Swede, and he's from Norway. Uh, um, but yeah, dude, every um, that whole I can't not not. My buddy told me he's like, I can't not not watch that intro. He goes for some reason. It's, I it's love that. It's very intro. hard to skip that intro. It's, it's plus it's it's not too long, and it's hilarious while you're watching it because the dance, the whole dance routine is like. Dude, like, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think of it. Put it to you like this: Look at how creative dance has become, and in, in in the current right, right, modern oh, yeah. day. You know oh, what I mean? Modern day dance, like the stuff that people can do is crazy. Is crazy. And then you're yeah. watching this, and you're like, "Whoa, dude, these guys are idiots!" Like, I almost think I could do that. Yeah, you and I. Could, it's not too complicated. Anybody could learn the peacemaker dance in an afternoon. Probably, <laughs> if, if you watched it enough, you don't need grace to do that. Uh, you, you, you get two solid hours of training at the at the. And you're not gonna look any different you're, than anybody else, dude. But that's what I love about it. It's this people genuinely making like these aren't these dance moves are the most awkward looking things. It's <laughs> I've like ever seen. like when when the Harcourt and fucking Mern come out looking like this. It's a dance yes. routine that you would have done in like the <laughs> like, '60s or something. <laughs> like it was so simple. But, and everybody would have been like, oh, look how synchronized they are. And then at the very, very end, it's like everybody, it's like Peacemaker's trying to have, like, he's holding uh, Master. Master, and he's he's got, like, a no breath in. <sighs> right. He looks like he's struggling. Like, he does look like he's, he does look like he just had a little bit of a workout. Yeah, right? and it's like, put is that normal? Eagly, and, and then Eagly <laughs> spreads his wings underneath the cover. And that's a picture thing. That's an art- artistic aesthetic. There was empty space in the bottom left, right-hand corner, so they needed something to fill that, and that's what it was. <laughs> right. I don't know. I just loved it. It was. It is. It, and, that it was whole a low, show. and it was a low production cost intro. Yeah. I bet you they. They. I bet you it. Oh yeah, that's that a soundstage and. Yeah, that cost them no more you, than five thousand, ten thousand dollars. I mean, I doubt. I mean, the biggest cost is going to be Eagly. Right. Eagly, and then the cow. Well, no, no, I'm in the, the intro. Oh, for the, yeah, the yeah. intro. Eagly and Sino. Sino, <laughs> I should say. Um, uh, yeah, those would probably be the most expensive things. But, I mean, how fun would it be? It's like, hey, guys, we just got this done. You guys want to do the fucking theme? I bet you they recorded that at the end, too. Probably. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, here, let's do it. John Cena looks so, like, like Stretch awkward. Armstrong, but in awkward. <laughs> And the thing is, is they're trying to look like no dumbasses. Fluidity. You know what I mean? Right. They're trying to look like dumbasses. And right. I, I remember right. watching the intro and I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, is this serious? I just lied. I, every part of this show is hilarious. I recommend to everybody who listens to this, at least give it a shot. Get, Go past get, three, four episodes. Yeah, get and then three you're gonna... episodes in. Of course, there's going to be exposition. But there is a wide range of emotions you're going to feel. That's an hour. Yeah, you're gonna feel yeah. a wide range of emotions watching this shit. Mostly laughter, but you're gonna you're gonna get that yeah feeling a couple times too. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's uh. Don't watch it with your young children. No, no, definitely, don't. There's, definitely. There's so many cussing. There's so much cussing and uh, so, much, yeah, so much human sixteen years violence old. You're good. That I was just saying. There's so much human and human violence. It's 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 bloody. <laughs> so. It uh, is, uh, it's, but it's worth the worth the ride. If you're an adult, a young adult, fifteen on up, I think you you could handle what this show is throwing down. I, I foresee a wave of people making you know puns about the show, and only the people that watch the show are going to know what they're I, talking yeah, about. Yeah, memes you know what I mean? and stuff on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure, hundred percent. I I I thoroughly enjoy that show, and 
I was on episode three this morning as soon as I found out we were not working. Listen, I'm, I've been randomly calling people sugar tits, and, and it's like, why, why am I saying that? Like, what's up, sugar yeah. tits? Don't, like, don't, what, don't, what don't. You just, you just what am got, I doing? You just got to hold on to your job. Don't, don't. Don't, don't call nobody sugar tits. Like, hey, man. Hey, how you doing, sugar tits? Not to any ladies. I was making fun of a guy, by the way. Oh, why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you can say it at I don't all think anymore. You do. Then again, I found out there's a lot of things you can and cannot say at work yesterday. Oh, yeah. Perhaps. Wow. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I got you a high five to that, dude. dude. Like, I would love to be in the room if they actually tried to, to write you up for that and be like, "What? where was I at, bud? Like, yeah, I was like... You're not on company property. Right. I wasn't addressing anybody. It was in general. If somebody isn't allowed to cuss at work, then uh, every one of us should be getting written up. I think, Maybe. Ed, I think all of you are getting written up. <laughs> you know everyone. I mean? Everyone. Try, everyone. How, do you, how do you write somebody up in a parking lot during a fire drill? Right. Because they cursed. Well, I think it was because of the message I was throwing down more so yeah, than yeah, it was okay. anything else. I did just... They get uh, real commi- communist I, in I, there. I, I did say... I did, I did encourage uh, everyone under a year to just walk off the premises. <laughs> But that's not even what they're meant about. But I wasn't, you no, I wasn't encouraging a wildcat. You cursed, like and that's what they're talking about. I would like about. to state that right now. In no way, shape, or form was I encouraging a walk-off. I was just telling them, stop wasting their time. The thing is, here's the thing. Here, here's what management was pissed right. off about. Because you're right. And right. when they're wrong, when somebody's wrong and somebody else is right, what's the national reaction? Right. They get defensive. You're going to get defensive. That's a piss-poor choice of when to be defensive like you know you pick your battles like oh you're in the parking lot and you offended me i'm writing you up like well, yeah, it, yeah i want to see how that goes here's the thing let's let you that know, go to arbitrate and oh. granted this is yep. I, this is not peacemaker-ish or hootenanny-ish but i always believe that if you're going to have rules for us you, you have rules for abide by the rules rules that you have to abide by too and not opening that gate whether it be through Forgetfulness, whether it be negligence or whether it be on purpose, they knew they were going to run that drill. I don't believe it was on purpose. They knew they were going to run that drill. I think it was on ignorance more than anything, because the person who was responsible for it, and we won't say, the person responsible for it didn't think he was responsible for it. But that's not an excuse. No, especially if if it was a real fire that that wasn't going to fly. There's a lineup of people trying to get out of there. Right. There's we had a fire drill at work, uh, and poorly. Poor, it was a poorly executed fire drill. Main gates weren't open, so we had to go through our check-in turnstiles one at a time to get out of the thing. And granted, was there an actual was there an actual danger? No, it was a fire drill. But you still handle it poorly. If you're making us wear steel toes when we shouldn't have to wear steel toes. <laughs> hey, you know. And then the timely manner of which they they held it. Like you just find out that the parent. Uh, not even the parent company. You find out that the main company that owns all of the buildings or the property, for that matter, um, our customer that we supply the chassis you for. Can say Chrysler. Yeah, Chrysler <laughs> supply is Chrysler was graciously, graciously um, gave out fourteen thousand dollar profit sharing <laughs> checks to each and one of their employees, and then we got absolutely nothing, and we make that world go round in yeah. there. And then on a day where. They normally have a meeting, and we use it to catch up our trussles so that we can actually go home on time instead of working overtime. Right. Uh, on top of the overtime we already work. Right. You do a, you run a fire drill. Right. So you can. They and can, then you didn't even prepare well for it. Right. 
So no, I, I get what you're saying. It was it was just a bunch of bad manager decisions, and they did it on a day. They did it on worst the worst possible. day. When everybody's already in a bad mood, we were in a bad mood because we found out we were working Sunday. Now we know why because of the sports park shortage. <laughs> but or I should say, now we know why we're probably working this Sunday. Yes, right. I can't guarantee. Second Sunday in a row for it, you listeners. That means none of it makes any sense. We're but. probably not, like if it wasn't for us getting today off, we would have worked like twenty days in a row without a day off. Right. And my last, my last day off was the last time we hit a, right. got right. canceled. He, he, he lives yeah. that every day. He, he lives that every week. Hey, I was but, with you too, Dan. But all right. Yeah. So I think uh, we can stop griping about work. Yeah. That's not what this is for. Get peacemaker this is the pop on. Pop culture hoot nanny. We don't talk about work at the pop culture hoot. Yeah. Don't be a dick to people. Yeah. And, we'll uh, be, if you be nice to people, they'll be nice to you, uh, asshole. Generally. Golden <laughs> uh, rule. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And T Rod. Pop culture hoot nanny. Good night. Good night. One, two, three, four. Pop culture hoot.